eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Brian. Let's talk about Dak Prescott. And... Do you want me to go off the air now? You want no, me to, no, no. Would you, like, would you like to talk about Dak by yourself? No, no, no. You know, you know that you know that's not the case. Is that when Dak's playing well, I talk enough about him that when he's playing well, I just like to sit back and hear other people talk about how great he plays, and I go, ah, yes, vindicated. That's the way I like to do it, Brian. But the discussion here that I want to have is the last three weeks have been. Great. Maybe three best games he's played this year. Two and one, though, on the record-wise. And yes. Could have got some help last week. Absolutely could have got some help. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you look at it, it's it's probably – they're the three best games he's played, and each week has gotten better than that. The, yeah. the Chargers game was good. He was better against the Rams. He was best against the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, played a really fantastic game. He is finding, I think, a level of comfort. Um, we, we drew this analogy this morning on 105 Through the Fan when I was talking to Sean and RJ, where – when I joined the morning show a year ago, I probably prepped and spoke and weighed in on topics differently in the first two months than I do today. Because in those first two months, you're just kind of trying to find your space. You're trying to find, okay, what is what are the rules here versus what are what are the suggestions? What are the guidance points? And where do you have some room to adjust and do some things you want? So I think for the first few weeks, you saw Dak playing everything by the book to a T need to be in on these steps, need to get the ball out here. And it, it was, he was trying to find where is the nuance within this scheme? Because you're only going to find it once you get into game reps and understand where you can do it. And I think what you've seen is when Dak takes off and runs on three straight dropbacks, like he did to start the second drive last week, that's a guy who is starting to have command over where exactly he can take over. And I think that's an encouraging and exciting thing for Cowboys fans who hope the best for this offense, for this team, for this quarterback. Um, but Brian, how much of how much of what we've seen from Dak is totally sustainable? You know, you've got a you've got a game against the Rams. That's at home. The Cowboys tend to play really well at home. Against the Eagles, you say, wow, that's impressive. But then when you look back over it, 
you also got to say, okay, well, this is just a function of Dak Prescott has the Eagles number because you look at his last three starts against them. It's like 13 touchdowns, one pick, 80% complete. He's he's just played yeah. really well against Philadelphia. How much of this do you think this three-week sample size is indicative of what he can be within this offense, what he can take this offense to, and what's sustainable for the rest of the season? I think it's absolutely sustainable. I, I I do. I think that I don't know. I don't know what flipped after the San Francisco game. I, I don't know what flipped. I, I know. I know going into. I know going into like the Giants game. You know, we were kind of all you know opening day. We were all sitting there like, what's this offense going to look like? You know, and we were just kind of all kind of just kind of waiting to see. I don't know if something after that game, that that loss in San Francisco that night, that they sat down as a staff and said, we've got to give him more opportunities. We've got to give him more uh, chances here. I, I think one of the things I've noticed, though, he started to running the ball more. He, You know me, Bobby. I'm the muddy, bloodied Dak Prescott guy. That, here's that's, a, fu- here's you know, a fun when- fact for you, Brian. He has the highest scramble percentage of his career right now. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. If you go back and look at, and it really started after that San Francisco game. Yep. He had seven for 40 against the, the Chargers. He ran four for 19 against the uh, against the, the Rams. And then he had and then he had six for 14. On the one drive, though, he had the 12. He had 12 yards on one drive. But, you know, I mean, that's the the thing that I the the thing that I I've been the most depressed about with Dak is I've always believed that when he gets the feel of the game that he is going to be that guy. Yeah. And he he has ever since that San Francisco game, he got the feel of what's going on, the scrambling around against the Chargers. He got the feel of the game, you know, with you know, with what that was going on with the uh, with the Rams and how they were going to play him, you know. You know he's twenty five or thirty one in that game, uh, and then he you know turns around in the you know in the in the Philly game, and, and usually with Dak throwing the ball forty four times, you're thinking, well, that's an absolute disaster. He's going to throw the ball forty four times, and he's going to have three interceptions. Well, he threw the ball forty four times and had no interceptions. You know, and the, the the Eagles secondary, you know what? I think they were a little bit compromised with how banged up they were, but you know, for him to face five sacks. And not have any in and face the pressures that he did, and throw three touchdowns and no interceptions. That to me, right there, gives me hope. That gives me hope, right there. That you know what? If they don't have a running game, they can lean on their quarterback and lean on him pretty heavily. You know, he had some drops in that game, or guys, you know, he missed a couple of throws. Hell, I, I think in that game. He could have had a 400-yard game passing the ball. Sure. Yeah. You know, and and they had no running game. They had absolutely really no running game. And he was able to do it. And I I've always been that guy that just kind of like he can't throw the ball over 40 times. You can't make him throw the ball 35 times. You can't do that. I think we're to the point now where Dak, they were so against him even throwing potential interceptions that they handcuffed him in some ways. I think the last since that San Francisco game, they've said, no, we need to play this thing more open. 
more Here, open. Here's, more, here's a question attack. for you. And he's got a receiver. He's got a receiver that's a badass, and he's got a tight end that makes a lot of plays for him too. So why not ride those three if you can? Here, and and that's one of the things we've talked about. We've talked about this triangle on offense of Dak Prescott, Jake Ferguson, CeeDee Lamb, that when that is is in its rhythm and is in its groove, that's when this offense this season has looked really good. Best. That's yep. when it's been really tough to cover them is when Ferguson and Lamb are making plays and Dak is getting the ball to them effectively. He's threatening with his legs. He's doing different things. You mentioned there after the San Francisco game, something clicked, provided more opportunities, whatever it is. Do you think that that was something fostered by this Cowboys coaching staff? Or do you think this has been Dak Prescott saying, I am going to do this like, and, th- and that it's been, or maybe it's a blending of the two, but, but is it more coaching staff putting him in a position to do those things you think, or do you think it's Dak saying I've got to take over in certain areas? We know one thing that after the San Francisco game, CeeDee Lamb, I think politely asked about being more involved and yeah. the Chargers game seven for seven on targets and receptions for a 117. And then all of a sudden you're like going, Oh, Okay, well, here you go. Nice job, CD. Nice job, you and Dak getting it together. Nice win out there in Los Angeles. Then all of a sudden, it's like, well, let's take this a step further. Let's let's go fourteen targets, twelve receptions for a buck fifty-eight. And then the following week, let's go sixteen targets for eleven receptions for one ninety-one. I think something right there after after Lamb's game in San Francisco, he said, "We've got to do something different here." And I think the I think the coaches agreed with him. I think the coaches absolutely agreed with him that okay, we do need to find ways to create more opportunities down the field. You know, he 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 lit up the Jets in that he you know if you look at but until that Jets game, it was the Giants was four for four, Arizona was was four of seven, the the Patriots was four of six. The, the 49er game was terrible for him. I mean, it was four or five, but 49 yards. You know, they the thing that the things that people start doing too is they start blitzing Dak. And Dak is like, you know, he 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 handles that. He's like, come on, bring the blitz on. Come on. Yeah. You know, come on, you know, rush me that way. I kind of always thought like Dak against zone coverage was really, really good. No, it's now he's got against blitzes, he's got 10 touchdowns, one interception. Against zone coverage, it's three touchdowns, four interceptions. He is he has been. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pretty, I mean, there have been some outlier years. He pretty consistently throughout his career, blitz and third downs. He's really effective. Really, he, really he's, good. He's one of the better ones in the league at that. Um, and, and I think that, that those are probably the moments, honestly, when we talk about Dak freelancing and feeling the game a little bit, those are probably going to be the moments where that's that's most, you know, the, it, it's most apt to to have those moments happen is a blitz. Okay, well, you're going to have to, you know, kind of freelance a little bit, do some different things. On third downs, you're just trying to make a play, keep the dry alive. You're probably more willing to take some chances or or do some different things to to kind of, you know, 
move around, freelance a little bit. Like I said, the, the play I pointed to, the one that gave me the most comfort that I saw on Sunday was the one where he and Tolbert were, you know, communicating right there and, and making a play happen. Dak's kind of sliding up in the pocket. He's directing traffic. Tolbert's reading it the right way. That's the kind of stuff that they need more of. And that's where if Dak is able to do those things, the Cowboys are going to have a lot of success. But it's just, is that the question we've got to find out over the next few weeks is, is this who he is? Is this who he has the capability of being? Is the guy he's been the last three weeks? Can he be this guy every week or close to it? Or um, is that too tall of a a, a ask? Too no, big of an uh-uh. ask to have no. him play like that? No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Because if Dallas is going to win the division, he's going to have to play like this. He's going to have to play like this. He's going to have to have some of those. He's going to have to have great games. Uh against uh, when Philadelphia comes back through. He's going to have to have a, a great game against Seattle at home. They're going to need him at Buffalo, probably in some really poor weather, to to be that guy. You know, They're going to need him in Miami. If Dallas is going to – this is just me right now, my opinion as we speak today here on uh, on November 10th. If Dallas is going to win the division, they're going to have to have Dak Prescott play like he's played – the last three weeks. Yeah. Throw the football or close make big to it. plays. Yeah. Throw the football well, make big plays, make the right reads, don't turn the ball over. Because I I I this this running game might look good this week. And, and it might be, oh well, hey, maybe they figured something out. No, you've got to prove to me that you can run the ball for three, four straight weeks. That's what you have to do. I know this quarterback can, if you put it on him. Fair or unfair, I'm I'm what I'm seeing of this quarterback the last three weeks, especially and especially against the Eagles, who I feel like have one of the best fronts, them in San Francisco. You know, when you start to talk about for him to endure five sacks, and people say, Well, he should have thrown it away. No, you, you probably watched all 22 by now. He probably said, Well, he couldn't throw that one away. He couldn't throw he, he spun into that, you know. But Dak Prescott is capable now. I I really believe this of carrying your football team. And we always talk about, well, he's got to have a perfect offensive line. He's got to have running game and all that. Yeah, it, that all those things help. But you know what? I don't think that's walking through the door anytime soon. I really don't, you know? I mean, we're, we're just one Tyron Smith walking across the street and back tightening up from, you know, being back to Adoga and others playing, you know? Yeah. I want to believe the offensive line can improve. But I think this is going to be about Dak Prescott, and, and 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 I'm sorry if you're a Prescott fan, and you know, I'm I'm, but I'm I, I have really I have no other choice. It's going to be him, Lamb, Ferguson, and anybody else that wants to come along. And you know what? And, you you know what though? I think the quarterback welcomes that as much as why as not? He, he like, why not? Yeah, is, why he not? Is, he is a competitor who absolutely believes in his yep. ability. That yep, sure does. I, I honestly think this is just my again. This is my own read on it. I I I wonder sometimes if was there the chance that some of this discussion about well let's run the ball let let's make sure that he's mm. not turning the ball over yeah. as a competitor and knowing the competitor Dak is pissed I him off. There was, there, there was a little bit off. of it's the yeah. Michael Jordan and I took that personally. I wonder if yeah, there was just yeah. a little bit of like okay totally, yep all right yep. I'll show you because he is a competitor yep. and he wants those opportunities. I think. He challenged Mike. Uh, he uh, uh, Dak. CD, what do those guys do? They challenged McCarthy. I believe CD was the one guy that came out in public 
uh, when you're standing there with a mic in front of his face and talked about it. Dak's probably not that kind of guy. But you Dak, damn Dak's well, not that guy in the media. Dak is that guy. But but, they, but he's behind the closed door. I yeah. guarantee he's telling Scott Tolzien's like, why the hell you not let me throw this ball here? Why why is this a play call there? You know, they figured something out with CD Ferguson and Dak. They've get in any. I mentioned this. Anybody else? Anybody else that wants to supplement this thing? Come on down, uh, Cooks. Come on down, Tolbert. Come on down, Gallup. Any one of these guys, any come on down, Pollard. Anybody else that wants to help along, but they've got three guys that they can hang their hats on. And and I think that if they're going to win the division, it's going to be on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. It that's just that's you know, he he went toe to toe with the beast from the east and and is no worse for wear. Yeah, they took the L, but my gosh, it was first in you know First and you know whatever first and five on the five whatever that you know I mean they it, it, the turnover the, uh, the 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 penalties and the sacks you know that that killed you but I think I think that I think that team learned something though the next time they play the Eagles I really do you're listening to the Love the Star podcast the Love of the Stars an Odyssey podcast you can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.